you're watching the Green Machine Live, your home for Irish football and the Irish football news and nostalgia. We've followed the first hurdle already. What can you say? I'm not in my studio in London. I'm here in Dublin in a not a very well lit room, as you can tell. Uh, David Dunn here, joined by Martin Prendergast. And on tonight's episode, we're going to be talking everything Ireland v Greece. A little bit of breaking news has come up ahead of our. I'm just not informed today, Martin. I'm just messing everything up. Let me get this. <laughs> let me get this shit me. Jet lagged, yeah. You jet lagged. I am jet lagged. Well, I tell you what, I flew. I flew Ryanair, and fucking that would, that would actually, that would even make Richard Branson want to go with a hot air balloon. But anyway, um, yeah, sorry guys, a bit all over the place. But what, what can you do? Um, I, I'm I'm in my very good mate Dave's uh, spare room, and he's very kindly put me up. It's been a bit of a mental day, so uh, yeah, I'm not in a usual spot, and I'm leaning over the side of my bed here, and I've no lighting. So, uh, yeah, how are never. you? Huh? You look better than ever. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you can see lighting, my beautiful... lack of lighting. Oh, that, oh, oh sorry, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Um, yeah. How are you, Martin? You good? You all right? You're, you feeling? Yeah, like I'm all right. I'm I'm in the uh, enviable enviable situation where I'm not obviously traveling over on Friday. I'm not coming over to the oh. game, so I'm. Regretting that decision now, um, especially as yeah. you know all the lead up to the game, and yeah. I was, you know, I I do look forward to the journey over. You quite got that down to a T now over the years. I do look forward to then arriving around Lansdowne Road, getting my match program, which I'm, you know, that's a fantastic read nowadays as well. It's uh, really it, 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 the last it few years really is, hasn't it? And by the way, tomorrow, guys, um, when you get exclusive, your... is it exclusive? Well, you, you do have a little Davy. Little Davy Scribe, uh, we talk about 1987 on this day, Bulgaria, Ireland v Bulgaria. I have a nice little piece there. I don't know what page it's on, but uh, yeah, that's going to be in tomorrow's program. So uh, get yourself a copy there. It's well worth the seven euro alone. God, seven euros for a program. Um, but yeah, can't wait for that tomorrow. Actually, was supposed to be Ireland, Spain, you know, the one where we lost 3 0, 3 1. We were like 3 0 mm. down in 28 minutes, but um, we decided to go with the uh, the Bulgaria one instead. So positive one, go. was it? Yep. More positive. <laughs> <piece. The> posi- <laughs> to be fair, both excellent because I wrote them. So there you go. Um, just to answer Stephen Ring's comment there, even lads, Dave, are you sure that was a Guinness story you had earlier? I assure you it was. Uh, I was sitting in a local pub down the road at Laurels and I was having a Guinness Zero there. I was reading the newspaper, uh, the Irish Independent, and I've read the Daily Star. Not a lot, Martin, I have to say. Um, coverage actually yeah mostly all about the rugby like a massive pull out about the rugby but not really much about the newspapers at the moment the coverage seems to be quite dull over here what do you reckon yeah well look, that is the situation we're in though you know like ireland are on the the crest of a fantastic world cup appearance against on, on the weekend obviously against yeah. new zealand so um that's going to be the hype all about that because they, they have a real chance of winning it don't they and um well, he's dominating the sporting arena at the moment. Yeah, I mean, if we beat, I think we beat New Zealand and get to the semis, we'll win it. But yeah, just looking here, like even in, in the star, a uh, little bit here about uh, Matt Doherty backing Stephen Kenny for a new deal. I mean, what else is he going to say? <laughs> he's already going to say no. <laughs> Sack him. Um, speaking of which, actually, we'll talk a bit about that later on. Uh, apparently, the FAI have reiterated uh, that they are going to sit they're going to stand behind Stephen Kenny. So it doesn't matter what happens over these next two games. He will still be the Ireland manager come November. And um, look, 
bit sorry about the the lack of sound quality and the people when you're on the road guys when you're traveling unfortunately you don't have things the way you would like them but we make do with it and we're glad you guys are on with us tonight and martin i'm just glad for you full stop yeah he's not going out he'll you'll be live with me you won't be on the pre-show will you'll be on the post-match you'll be on the aftermath plan is to be on the aftermath yet aftermatch yet i'm on that one so so you... I'm gonna, yeah, no, it's 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 quite unique, as I said, and I, we've done in the past, obviously lockdown games and things like that, and some of the way ones that I haven't travelled, but you know, you do get a perspective of the, the punditry and also kind of the way the agenda of the pundits as well is quite interesting in the commentary. So yeah. it, it's it's a bit strange for me watching it like that, but I, I do enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I'll be I'll be able to give that insight to the post match tomorrow. He'll be on there tomorrow. Uh, we will be live from Lansdowne Road at about mm, half six. We normally go on, for, uh, yeah, normally about an hour, about half six ish. Once we get the team news in, normally get the team news in from the web, from the internet, and then, then I have to like forage and try and find a team sheet somewhere <laughs> on the ground, <laughs> just like going through. I remember like they were at that the end of the last one they were handing them out i was like, oh can i have one out oh, for the kids yeah i'm i'm the biggest kid here give it <laughs> give me a fucking team sheet anyway um as usual guys on tonight's episode you can have your say we are irish football's most interactive podcast have your say leave a comment ask us what you think tell us what you think about the match tomorrow are you going if not why not um are you going to faro uh in gibraltar Martin and I will be there. We're going on the same plane over. You know what actually happened to me, speaking of planes today? I normally get the back seat of the plane. And I got the back seat of the plane for my trip over. However, I didn't realize... 33D, by the way, because I've traveled on a lot of Ryanair flights, um, is normally the back right. Mm. But, but um, I sat down and it was actually looked up and it actually sat on the wrong seat because... There was two extra rows. It was a brand new Ryanair. So it was actually a bigger ah, plane. There you go. Yeah. And then it couldn't work out the toilets on the back because they're like, they're at the back. They're not at the side. Right. And you had to push. Yeah. I look like the right tit. But anyway, um, I do digress. Uh, so any questions, guys, about tonight's match or just anything you fancy or about Ryanair planes? Well, you know, we're, we're, we're quite flexible, Martin, aren't we? We know. We'll yeah, yeah. yeah, open to anything. Um, yeah. you know, because it is, it is this is this is a big window for us. Um, you know, and some big games in the group. And I know Stephen Kenny spoke today in a press conference saying, you know, mathematically, we're not out of contention. And you know, if we get a, a win, <laughs> just I mean, realistic, he's not going to say anything else either. But you know, you've got to remember tomorrow night, um, we will have uh, France uh, taking on Holland again, the Netherlands. So that's a key one in our group as well. Um, and obviously. It, we're obviously going on to the second game against Gibraltar in in Portugal, and you no, know, no, they, Gibraltar. It's in Gibraltar. Yeah, in Gibraltar. Yeah, uh, and then they had a game last night, didn't they, against Wales, where they were emphatically beaten, really four 0 So, you know, I'm not worried about that game. But, you know, as I said before, I'm not being dismissive. And uh, yeah, okay, look, Irish fans are realistic, and we haven't had fantastic results, but we've got to put them away, um, and I think we will. But you know, so it's all geared up to this Friday night game, and. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it now. It's, it's all the build-up. Seeing um, Evan Ferguson in the pre-match, you know, the, the yeah. press conference and stuff. Shane well. Duffy as captain. He was on the on that, talking about his role as a leader around the squad. Um, says that, you know, he shares that responsibility with uh, the likes of James Coleman when he's in it and John Egan. And, you know, but he has said we're a very young squad, but it, it was interesting to hear him say, 
you know, these lads have stepped up now. Well, they have to step up. They're not as young as, you know, they're, they're quite experienced now. You think back to a few years ago, Gavin Bazunu made the save of that penalty, which was an iconic moment in Irish football, but that was in the same stadium <laughs> we're going to be playing in. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to let it go. The Bazunu blue. Uh, no, no, you're not. Kit. But, um, you know, that was an iconic moment. But you've got to remember that he's had a number of games since. So he's experienced. He's playing week in, week out in the championship. Yeah. Okay, he's letting goals in in that awful Southampton side. But he's an experienced player. And we have had lads now coming through who mm. are first names on their teams, uh, team sheets for their clubs. By the way, that, that can be a question if you want to ask us about that in the comments, about the whole situation with the Vizuna Blue Shirts. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a hell of a story in itself. And now I, I, I hear what you're saying. Actually, before we get further into it, let, let's have a little look at the group table, Martin. You, you said we are mathematically pretty much out. Let me just take that banner down. Please do have your say, guys, get involved. So that's how the table is standing right now. France at the top have played five games with 15 points. The Netherlands, four games with nine points. And then Greece, five games with nine points. And, well, we're sort of second last with three points. Our only win over Gibraltar, who are no points. So that's where we stand at the moment. So mathematically, we are pretty much out of this. Uh, However, we can get a cheeky little playoff spot if results go our way um and apparently martin that's what they were saying there that his involvement i was reading there in the independent which is up downstairs um apparently they were saying that they're going to hold on that kenny's contract isn't up until our actual full-on involvement in this campaign uh, in the Euros is up apparently i don't know how that's worded all oh, right so it's, it's, it's technically then the the holland game if we had qualified, for example, if we'd have done enough yeah. and we qualified automatically, he would would have then technically been out of con- contract. But if he gets a playoff spot, he, he, could, he still could... it continues on to that. Yeah, so we, okay. we could get absolutely spanked in this. We could lose every game, but we could still get a playoff spot. So that's why they're holding on to him. So, okay, fair enough. Uh, that I just wish to come out and clarify these things. Um, and and stop. But anyway, that that's just the way the FBI seem to want to do. So that that's why Stephen Kenny's still in a job. Um, just 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 to be in favour of that, just put the graphic up again on the table if you wouldn't mind, please, because I I think that's quite notable to discuss this. We, we don't score enough goals. If you look at it, there we've scored five goals in five games. Obviously, that's for, for a layman wow. like myself. That's that's an average of one a game. Um, <laughs> well, John, look at you, <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, in, in all honesty, though, I know, like, like, but we have played. Gibraltar in that time so you know we we have struggled for goals and this again brings me on to the the point I I can't really understand the the level of criticism at Callum Robinson he he is one of our few goal scorers and he's in the squad now and that that was that's his job Ogbené is another one who does get goals and Evan Ferguson I mean look so many so much hope is going to be on on resting on his shoulders now and, and to get a few more goals for us so I mean, it's a tough group to get the goals against France and Netherlands, of course. But, you know, it all comes down to, and I know, you know, stuck record on this, the disappointment of June, uh, Greece away. And and that's what's got to be rectified tomorrow night. We've got to reverse that fixture. Well, we're going to have to do without this man here, a late addition to the squad. Our top goal scorer, by the way, Sammy Smodix. There he is there. Um, This is the second squad he's been involved in. And he was a late addition. He, Aaron Conley was drafted into the original squad. Then Aaron Connolly uh, had to pull out due to injury, which is unfortunate because he's actually in decent form. Sammy Smodox was brought in. Now, we all wanted Sammy Smodox. 
in. Uh, he, he's been left out of the last few squads, even though he's been banging goals into Blackburn uh, for Blackburn Rovers. Everyone's going, Sammy Smollix, who? The way we're going on about this guy, you swear he was messy. Um, anyway, uh, basically, he was brought into this squad instead of Aaron Connolly. And now today, earlier today, breaking news that he's gone home due to uh, so, well, family reasons have been cited. We're not sure. We hope everything, um, you know, works out. Family does come before, um, and everything else, pretty much. Um, first of all, what, what do you make of that? I mean, he wasn't replaced. We did talk about it in the last stream, didn't we? We, we? we weren't too sure whether he'd actually would he feature in the squad. So he's gone home. He hasn't been replaced. So no, no. I think what what I would wait to do now is perhaps bring up um, Andy Moran from the. The under twenty ones, perhaps with a trip to Gibraltar. That's the way they might do it um, mm. with a replacement. You don't really need one, do you? Because I think they do. The match day squad gets whittled down anyway, doesn't it? So the numbers, I think, twenty three. Yeah, that. Um, it's a shame for him. I, I mean, you know, everyone conspiracy theorists are now reading a lot more into this. It was interesting. The FAI said <sighs> that he, um, you know, shall I read out some of the comments? The should I read out some of the comments? There? Yeah, I think so. It'd be worthwhile. But one of, one of the things before you do it, I think it's just a speculation right. was that it, it, there's a, you know, uh, a family thing, perhaps with a pregnancy or something like that. So he wanted to be close to home because Blackburn's tweet was interesting that he's joined up. He joined back up for training with Blackburn. So that's what's got the conspiracy theorists going. Well, we can't Did, be I wasn't aware. Thing. Whereas, yeah, I've seen that. So whereas, and, and someone actually said he went home yesterday morning. So he wasn't just released this morning. It, it was very early yesterday he went back. So there's just a lot to this. And sadly, the vagueness of some of these kind of press releases doesn't help with the speculation because obviously people have been pissing around now today, haven't they, a little bit, saying, oh, is his granny okay? Because they think it's a Stephen Island situation again. So that um, is, we hope yeah. it's not something serious. I think the FAI's tweet saying thoughts are with his family yeah, would indicate yes. something a bit personal. It's but that's pretty much, yeah. You, you, I mean, you be thanks, smart, and that was my Sorry. moment to shine with, with the comments. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got, I've got uh, one guy's commented one thing, Stephen Ireland, straight away. Another says he's had a call from England. Uh, is, is he eligible for another country? He is eligible for Hungary and England, of course, because he was born in England. Um, you know, it's just all this going through, um, you know, some derogatory comments, Granny Gate 2.0. Um, just some mad comments there, and there was some other comments I, I, I alluded to earlier on, saying that you know who is this guy? Like, oh, why are we making a big deal about him? At the end of the day, Martin, they, you know he's not going to play anyway, so it's all academic. He's our top goal scorer, seven goals this season with Blackburn. You know, and the championship's a decent league. It's probably one of the top six leagues in Europe when you think yeah. about it. You know that there's there's not a great amount of leagues. When you, you know Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, maybe League One, the Dutch league, and Maybe a Serie A, you probably have, you had the championship there, thereabouts. He's banging in seven goals. Um, our top goal, you know, other than that, it's Evan Ferguson with five goals so far. So, you know, this guy's on form. He's 28. We're lacking goals. And you said it earlier on. How many goals have we scored? We've scored five goals, one goal per game, as you rightly said there, Martin Fordman, yeah. um, earlier on. <laughs> And, you know, people are slagging this guy off. And I don't understand how people go, Sammy who? And oh, I've never even heard of this guy. Well, I wouldn't be bragging about that if you're if you're an Ireland fan because you should be doing your homework a little bit here. You, you know, we, we are lacking goals. We're lacking creativity. And oh, he hasn't played for us, so I don't know. But I didn't know about that, Martin. I didn't know. That yeah, that, that, that's just some of the speculation. I, mean, yeah. I, I think on him, though, you know, like, yeah, like, 
Mm. Probably part of us is getting a bit carried away with the record, but he is scoring week in, week out. And it was an obvious question for the trackers uh, that Dan McDonald put towards Stephen Kenny yeah. about why has he been excluded? And he answered and stuff. But, you know, what struck me with Stephen Kenny's squad announcement was where he said about picking players who are not familiar with the, you know, one of the reasons why he's got Mikey Johnson in there and Callum Robinson with their lack of game time was they're familiar with the the setup, what they're doing, what, what the team plan is. And, you know, for all the speculation of why he's gone away and, oh, is he looking at Hungary? Is he looking at other things? Or was there real truth towards this? You know, the fact is he joined up the squad late, so he did bother travelling over, which mm. shows a Nick good bit of that character earlier, yeah. from him. That, that's intention from him. But whether he's got there and he's just then felt bit part to it, we obviously don't know. But has he just come in and then told, you're here making up the numbers, mate, you're... You're you're not going to get capped. Yeah. We'll maybe play you in Gibraltar, but you're not going to be in the plans for this. And then perhaps has he thrown his toys out of the plan? We don't know. We don't know. I just think you know, and, and with a, with respect to the FAI and the media department and everything like that, don't upset and anyone and get your landlord ripped off you, Dave, because I know they mean so much to you. But you know, <laughs> they've done this stuff before though with um, you know, with with the releases and and it's what they've released actually poses more questions and answers mm. and it leads to speculation we yeah, had the thing with aaron Connolly, weren't we on the beach and stephen kenny said oh i didn't we hadn't told anyone he was being released so sometimes that sometimes you can just say nothing and you can just say look he's left the camp personal reasons you don't have to tweet about yeah, but, it we don't need but, to tell anything but, but to be fair i mean you know as well to be fair to the fei they are probably i imagine they have told the fei what the situation is and they're like, okay, we're not going to say anything. We'll just say family reasons, and that's up to you. And then you might find, actually, maybe in a couple of years' time, Sammy, or a couple of months' time, Sammy will come out and go, actually, well, this is what it was. I had, a, I did have a thing at home. I wanted, you know, maybe to, I don't know if he has children. It could be anything. I don't want to speculate. Yeah. But, and then you find out what it is. But to be fair to the FBI, it's not up to them to say what the situation is. It's just he's gone home. It's family reasons. That's it. Yeah, but you know, then if, if it's not that, if it wasn't that and it comes out, mm. then it looks like you're just you're just bluffers, basically. Yeah, but, you, but you can't but you can't win though, can you? No, because no, but that's what I'm saying. You could just say he's left semi sort of they could have said it's an injury or anything. They could but if then he went back to Blackburn, it, it but then he's going back training. <laughs> yeah, so that that's why it's yeah. posing questions and, and questioning the truth of it all. And yeah, it's a different quandary for both media departments in a sense and the player mm. himself. And now it leads to speculation that we're talking about it because of that. You just just think back differently a bit. Omar Bamadeli was was out recently, wasn't he? He had, a, you know, a, a situation, family bereavement, and that yeah. wasn't released till a bit later. But then he hadn't been caught up into the original squad well, and he was brought in late. So it's, well, it's no, a bit... no, well, no, to be fair with you, I'm a, I'm a I, hate to, I hate to correct you now, Martin, because I really oh. hate doing that. Um, but with the Amabamadeli situation, he that actually was that was actually released on the day because he announced at the press conference that he had a, an bereavement. All oh, right. So to, and that was in Paris. So, like the man in the orthopedic shoes, I stand corrected. Hey, <laughs> so yeah. So tomorrow we're going to be out. We're going to be without uh, our top goal scorer. Um, but whether you featured, I don't actually know. Um, He's not a massive miss. Let's be honest. He's not a massive miss. He's not even been capped for us. We don't know what he brings to it, but it's just the speculation and everything else it brings with it. And yeah, well, I've seen to undermine things a little bit. I don't think he would have been capped tomorrow. I don't think okay. he would have been brought in that game. So not too well, worried. We'll, we'll never know. Uh, I was just going to move a little bit on to your favourite part of it, uh, Martin. I was going to move on to a little bit of the opposition. Because I know you, I know, you see, guys, I want Martin to know. I want him to be clued in. And I know he loves 
his opposition statistics, don't you, Martin? Yeah, it's, favorite, it's your favorite part of it. Right. So <clears throat> a little bit on Greece and Nick, as always, has done a fantastic job on uh, the opposition review. So Greece, 51st in the rankings. I think we're, what, 55th at the moment? 53rd, aren't we? We're, we're there, thereabouts. I should probably actually get that. Uh, on the play, he's got 16 games, nine wins, two draws, five losses. Do you know we've never actually beaten Greece? Yeah, no, I do know that, yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. You, you, you could have just, li- no. just lied to me and said... We haven't oh, played them a lot, though, have we? We haven't really played them a lot. Uh, first played them in 2000 or 19... No, 99. Uh, lost 1-0 at home and then drew 0-0 with them in, uh, I think, uh, not Noel King, the other guy. Don Gibbons was the manager. And then, of course, we got battered <laughs> earlier this year. So this will be our fourth time. We've never beaten them. So anyway, um, they've had eight games, three wins, two draws, three losses uh they've drawn with the likes of Malta and Lithuania so you know maybe not as good as we thought uh, their key man is the guy that plays for a traveling sport uh that is Tassos Bekestis and uh Pestros Mantolis I'm I'm actually doing all right here I think um <laughs> But those guys. Well, minute, we'll, we'll do the Irish team in a minute, and then we'll see it. We'll go right downhill. No, no, no. We're here to talk about the opposition now. <laughs> we all know what the Ireland team. Uh, but basically, those guys controlled the midfield, which did a number on us, which Nick did say they would do actually, and he, and he's actually he's actually written that in the notes. Yeah. I call it, petty. You never see me do something like that. Um, of course, you got <laughs> you got uh, Timisha, Timicus, Tim Costas, Tim the bloke that plays Liverpool anyway. You should know that then, shouldn't you? No, he never played. Oh, right. Okay. And George Baldock, Sheffield United, uh, they basically destroyed us out wide, but Baldock is out. And also for Tunis, their guy Olympiakos is out. Um, their main man uh, up front, AZ Alkmaar, Vangelis Pavidilis, oh my God, has 10 goals in eight games. And contrary mm. to what people think, we have the same amount of Champions League players as them. One. Game yep. scales, obviously being our lad. So that's a little bit of a review on the opposition. I mean, I don't think pound. I think pound for pound, we're we're a better team, but they obviously play as a team, don't they? And and we didn't do that in Athens, did we? We we were very much under the cosh. I remember in the first um, ten minutes, I think they had nine corners. Like we couldn't, we couldn't get out. Now I don't think that that's going to happen tomorrow um, in Nansen Road, but. I don't know, Martin. It's um, it seems. I think, a... I think what's needed is tomorrow same kind of crowd um, mm. from you know the Holland game. We we did start off really really bright, lots of high pressure, get the tempo right, and yeah, you got to get the fans really though. behind us and keep going. And that's the thing. But yeah, but look, you got to remember they, how they well the, the Dutch managed the game. You know, they took mm. this thing out of it, went down after some robust challenges, and it just kind of killed the crowd, killed the atmosphere. They're going to do that as well, really, though. They, they are. They're going to frustrate tomorrow. And, you know, that, I mean, that's something that's going to happen. But I think we, we have a great opportunity in all honesty. You know, it, it was quite intense over there in Athens. You know, even for the Irish fans who travelled, horrible, horrible experience getting into the ground, if you remember that. And yeah, still, we don't, we don't have, have a... We, still, we don't have a kind of outcome from that, which is outrageous, if you, if you want to think of it in that context. But, um, yeah. you know... To, they were they put us under serious pressure in the first 10 minutes all the corners you know we were getting absolutely ripped apart down the the left side especially O'Dowda was took to the cleaners as you joyously kind of told me 
and I just know, can't I remember watching that. No, no, it was. No, no, I'm not not giving excuses for it. But my worry again was how poor and slow the backroom management and manager were to react to adapt to that situation. There's ways of managing the game. The Dutch did that when they were under pressure in Dublin. We have to learn how to do that. If we're under serious pressure, just take this thing mm. out of it. Take this, the momentum out of these wave and wave and wave of attack. You know, you can do that. You, you just got to be very, very clever. So, and that's what they will do. If Ireland go at them really early, they'll just do that themselves if Ireland don't get a goal or anything like that. And and I hope we do get an early goal because that's brilliant. But yeah. then I hope we're going to be brave enough to just continue doing what gives us the kind of joy, to be honest. And I just I just don't hope we don't go to type and, and mess up management-wise in, in a sense, just with slow tactical changes. Got to really understand the game. I mean... What did you think the other day of, of uh, Keith Andrews in the press conference where he's alluding to, you know, the, the old Gus Poyer, he's he's a clever guy and you'll surely look into it. This, I don't know, is that a bit kind of tongue-in-cheek, those comments that he thinks, like, you know, they had inside info? I, I think that's a bit of a kind of nonsense, is it? Wait, is it to kind of spur something up in the background? I don't know. It was a bit spiky, wasn't it, with Doherty being sent off and stuff. I think there's no love lost between them. No. And, and I don't think there's love lost that Gus Pyatt was quite critical of Ireland, saying we knew what they were going to do. They can only play one or two ways. They're not very good, blah, blah, blah. And I think... Yeah, it was very... Uh, yeah, it was very It was very sort of... Um, yeah, I mean, look, they, they look for any sort of advantage. Greece, you know, straight away, you had the fans shining the green laser in the players' yeah. eyes. They were doing all that kind of nonsense. It's that, it's that sort of hustle atmosphere. You would... You, were you in Athens? No, I wasn't. No. You weren't in Athens. So even in the stadium, and it was about half full, it was about a quarter full, actually. The, the atmosphere was still quite nasty. And I think it got to the lads a little bit, which actually surprised me a bit because I, I thought it would have been a bit more hardened towards it. But you could you could you could tell this was an uncomfortable atmosphere. You know, this this is oh, this is gonna be this is not gonna be easy for these guys. And it wasn't. You know, they really came at us. Um Matt Darty's come out and said you know, at the press conference yesterday that he wants revenge, I, you know, because of his red card or fall all over the place. I mean, that's the game. I tell you, and you were talking about how the Dutch took the sting out. The Greeks will do the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, they'll do the absolute exact same thing. So we have to be very careful of that. We have to manage it properly. The management have to manage it properly. It does feel a bit bad, a bit of bad blood. Um, there's a, there's a sense of dead rubber about it though, Martin. I mean, it is essentially a dead rubber. Like this game has absolutely no effect on how we qualify for the next for the Euros. That will be down to, I believe, down to a playoff place. Um, do you think that will come into the players' minds? Do you think that will, you know, well? No, I don't think it will. I mean, they're, they're professionals at the end of the day and they're, they're trying to prove a point and they're trying to mm. get, like they said, revenge. And, and you know, they, they didn't acquit themselves well in Athens at all. So they've got that opportunity now to kind of yeah, re- reflect on that, put, it to change, put some changes in place. You know, we've got... We've, we've got Evan Ferguson in there now. He's, he's going to be champion of the bit, we think, you know, to, to really kind of show so, what he can do on the international stage. So, yeah, Some news won. on him. Some news on him, actually. Um, Stephen Ring, actually. Uh, oh, whoops. Laptop's gone a bit pissed. Uh, yeah, Stephen Ring. Thank you, Stephen, again. Uh, just announced the last while Evan Ferguson has made a 20-person shortlist for the Golden Boy Award. Good man there, right. Evan. So that's come out. That's fantastic news. That's a little uh, pop there. A little boost for him, isn't it? Going into the game as well. You yeah. know, he's he's getting applauded from everywhere. Well deserved. And you know, he's he's going to be our main man going for the for the next few uh, you know next few tournaments qualifications yeah. and stuff. Knee I think one problem, thing one, one thing you said there though, Dave, was you know like how kind of in awe the lads were of the 
you know, the circumstances and experience there over in Athens. And, you know, Gavin Bazuna is still a young goalkeeper and he's getting a laser shove in his eyes. It's, it's kind of yeah. getting at Anfield quite a bit. But um, I'll let that one go. I'm joking. Um, but, you know, these lads are going to be really, really experienced. And this is, it just comes back to my, my thought on Stephen Kenny's kind of tenure in the sense is that these young lads that he's kind of often referenced, that he's given them the opportunities in two or three qualifying campaigns, we're going to be ready for that that hostile atmosphere. We're going to be a lot more adaptable with a lot of these kind of carry on through with it. And it might actually not be uh, Stephen Kenny gets the benefit of capping them all so young and, and what he's trying mm. to do because, you know, th- his argument will be, you know, I, I have done that and yeah, we've been to these places, we've struggled, for, but look, they're, they're more experienced now and, and trusted. Yeah. But I think just, you know, patience is wearing out. You've seen look, the, the view for me is the fans that they've completely, I don't want it to get nasty done. I don't want it to get personal. I've seen I don't, stuff I don't think it will. Happening. I, I think that is happening. Um, it is creeping in. And I don't think there's any need for that. But, and I think I think the more, more clued up match-going fans, and I, that's not being derogatory in a sense to people who don't go, different circumstances. But the ones who do go week in, week out, you know, and to home and away games and stuff, I think they won't turn. Um, you, because we've been here before. We've we've had poor performances. We've had Trapatoni. Is the game sold out tomorrow? Uh, it's not at the moment, no, no. no I mean, okay. they, they never sell it. Look, that's a myth that we've ever sell out. We've we've sold out mm. three games in our since 2010, so it's not technically going to be sold out. There's tickets around. It's pissing so people off. Obviously, you have to do the duo deal, but yeah. you know, we we I don't think they will turn. I think, um, you know, I think he does have to. The boys when they go out in the on the pitch and Stephen Kenny, they will get back in. It'll be interesting to see when they announce the manager again tomorrow. There'll be a few jeers because I think that has come into our support. There were a few, there were a few, there were a few, there were at um, last game, before yeah. the whole game and apparently they drowned out the booze at the end. No, I didn't hear them. Um, yeah. But they drowned them out with the music and, sp- and speaking of what uh, happens to goalkeepers at Old Trafford. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, sorry for audio listeners. It just popped up the picture of Roy Carroll, you know, Trying to clear the ball off the line. Was it Mendez? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I do hear you. I mean, they, there were a few boos drowned out, and we'll, we'll see. Tomorrow's going to be very interesting when you hear his name being called. Uh, I reckon it's going to be a mixture spot. I think it's going to be a partisan crowd. I think you're going to have both. You're going to have the boos, and you're going to have the guys drowning out the boos. It's going to be mixed, and we'll see what happens at the end of it. Um, we're Going to leave it there. We're going to move on to the comments. Oh, very quickly, Martin. Prediction for tomorrow, since you won't be on the pre-show. I think we will turn it around. I, I think we'll. I think we. I think they will score. Unfortunately, but I think we'll we'll nick it. I think we'll get a two-one win. I'm going to be confident. Uh, we're going to go in, and we're going to we'll we'll then get a result against Gibraltar, and, and it's all a bit rosy. But I'm know. going to go. I'm going to go two-one loss. We're going to take the lead, and I think we're just going to revert to type. That, that's my that's not what I want. I want us to win. I want us to turn it around. Absolutely. I would love it if we won these next four games. And then well, I just don't know. Um also before we get to the comments, guys, just to remind you, tomorrow uh, we will be live from Ha6. Uh what you know, there thereabouts. Uh, just a little look at the L. This graphic is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I just haven't made a new one. I just caught this one. Um but yeah, tomorrow, Friday the 13th. Oh. Uh, pre-post-match that will be live. Martin will be on the post-match, so about five minutes after the final whistle goes, we will be ready to get your response. And as always, we want to hear from you guys. Then Sunday the 15th, uh, we do the preview. Uh, that's live from Gibraltar. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, no, mm-hmm. you can't. You can't see me doing a little winky thing. You can, Martin. I'm a little screen down there. Yeah. Um, and then of course we got the pre and post match live uh, from that Gibraltar game. And then on the seventeenth, although there is actually supposed to be a thunderstorm, Martin. Just let you know mm-hmm. on the seventh. Yeah, coming back from Pharaoh, supposed to be one for the game. Every time I go to a hot country, there's a there's a, there's a fucking thunderstorm. Malta, um, Athens. Got knocked off my feet now you wouldn't know because you were sitting at home in london you bastard but anyway <laughs> um so weather permitting and time permitting we will look to do a window review live on the 17th when we get back so don't forget to join us that. and when you see us over in portugal sorry gibraltar um do give us a shout you want to say hello we will be talking to some of the fans around there mostly my fans martin doesn't have any fans and uh, don't forget for the tomorrow's program seven quid it's well worth it. Just my article uh, below. I w- I am going to be talking about uh, when we beat Bulgaria 2-0, spoiler alert, in 1987. Right, Martin, are you ready for the comments? Yep. You're ready. Go ahead. Here we go. And then we're going to finish up here, guys. And I'm going to have a chipper coming to me. Anytime I'm in Ireland, get a chipper. Cause Ooh, just quickly, I, I, just before we go into comments, because I'm going to, you were talking about, what was it, the chicken roll? The oh, the chicken. Yeah, the chicken fillet roll. Karen, did you, did you see your respondee on your tweet? I did. If you check it out there, um, actually, actually, because I did say, that she, yes, I said I was going to get a chicken fillet roll on Twitter, and uh, Glenn Whelan's Mrs. Karen, um, she responded to me because yeah, they're the best. Yeah, she gets it. Yeah, we are, yeah. and it did, and it was a uh, Karen. If you're watching, I'm sure you are. It was amazing. Absolutely got it from the Circle K down the road. There you go. It could be could be a new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, actually, uh, I was reading a very interesting bit in the Independent uh, saying that the FAI are very happy to get the little smaller sponsorships. And it was an analyst, actually, I can't remember his name. And he was saying, that's all well and good financially that you can get, you know, like the Champions League, you get all these multi little sponsors mm. and you actually end up with more. Um, however, um, he was saying that you need the prestige of a bigger sponsor. Just thought it was very interesting. Anyway, yeah, we're going to move it on. Circle K are one, aren't they? They are a, like a partner, and yeah. DHL are another one, and the air crackers to be. So yeah, make a crack of chicken. Roll. Right, I need to crack through this because my battery is about to go. Right, are you ready, Martin? Yep, go. Let's do, let's do it. Um, Daryl Connor, story. How's it going, Graham? Host Sammy Smodix, Granny isn't sick. Ah, Graham. Ah, now come on, now, Graham. Think of something original. Daryl Connor, shocking. The program's gone up to seven quid. Won't stop me buying it, though. Good man. Also, what do you reckon about Steve, uh, season ticket prices gone up? So three national, um, Nations League games, two friendlies, and a token, if not three friendlies. they got to get that debt down, Daryl, haven't they? They have, yeah. I mean, the, the ones that have actually increased, if you look at it, are actually the family tickets. And that's because if you compare adult, two adults, two children prices last year, they got mm-hmm. that completely wrong. And they under underpriced it so that's the one that's causing a lot of grief with a number of families who are asked to renew their season ticket because the price has gone up quite a high percentage in the context of it so they worded it very wrongly Mm. in that they said there's no price increase but for adult tickets but then they increased the family one and they said oh sorry actually we meant the they've retracted all that it's just a bit of a mess and you know i have a lot of respect for the ticket office and the communications going out of there isn't always Uh, indicative of what they're actually working against in the circumstances. Fair. I hope that answers your question. Uh, David Curley, good evening. How are you doing, David? If Carsey doesn't want the job, how would you feel about Jim Crawford? Keep the project going, uh, give it to the Brudge or Carsley in a few years when 
we actually deserve a top coach. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I think Nick would actually have a stroke if you if he was on here for that one. <laughs> He's not the biggest fan. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think right now Jim Crawford has done anything to merit it. If he got us to the under twenty, if he qualifies us for tournaments, then absolutely, uh, I wouldn't be totally against it. But I think there has to be a degree of success there. I mean, he was very unlucky to be fair in the penalty shootout. Um, Graham, what about Gary Dicker being the alleged? Mole for Poye. I haven't heard that one. Gary Dicker. No, I didn't hear that either. So this one will grow arms and legs, allegedly. Yeah. Uh Daryl O'Connor again. Do you know what Keith Andrews said in the presser? Seen something about because Poye responding to something he said, probably about I think he had Irish staff helping him. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, there's a lot of speculation yeah. about this. That you know, Gus Poye, when he was a club manager, he did bring um, it's, it's something that's quite common. You know, when you're doing your coaching badges at a very high level, you go and you work mm. the international club environment. Basically, you get invited to see different techniques of coaching in different areas. So Gus Poyet was famous for doing that and inviting people in. So, you know, lads from uh, Wexford, I know, for example, are actually at Atletico Madrid is Mark Ross, who I actually interviewed on a podcast before. He was over at Atletico recently and... Um, they so you do get invited around to see different kind of coaching scenarios, and that's what Keith Andrews is talking about. That right. over the years he's done that, created relationships with it, and then he's had Irish coaches come into the environment, and he's kind of sounded them out as, oh, what's what do Ireland do, and oh, what's your experience with this? And these lads basically have spilled the guts and told them, oh, this is how Ireland's set up. This is what Stephen Kenny told us he wants to do. I mean, it's, it's no fun. secret. Stephen Kenny's done lots of presentations of yeah, how it's a low block and all that kind of stuff. It's no secret. It's all out there. Yeah, it, so. it's 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 just one. I think it's just, I don't know, it's a bit stirring up there. Jack, uh, Halbert, why is Mark McGuinness not getting a call up? He's 22 years old and one of Carter's best players this season. Just Kenny doesn't fancy him, I'd imagine. A bit like why Smollix wasn't getting the call up, why Manning wasn't getting the call up. He's very particular about we're very players. blessed though at the centre back role, to be honest. Yeah, um, that, that's one of the things as well. But yeah, yeah I think he yeah, will yeah, definitely yeah. be in future squads. I would like to see him in the New Zealand squad yeah. um at the end of November. Hopefully. Um Chris Andrew said a player had an ex-Irish staff in to help him with training. Martin just answered that. Daryl O'Connor, thing is with the playoff, it doesn't matter how we do in the next three games, could lose them all and still depend on the Nations League. Stephen Rain just announced in the last while, just a reminder, Evan Ferguson has made the 20-person shortlist for the Golden Boy Award. Good man, Evan. Uh, Jack Halbert, oh, eyes there. Um, Daryl O'Connor, rumours were going around that him having second thoughts about playing for us, but that's bullshit. It generally is legitimate reasons he's not involved from a source on the inside for Sammy Smollix. Fair enough, Daryl. And Daryl is a very good source, actually, as well. Um, Chris Hylas, Smodox has just released a statement confirming he had to leave the squad for family reasons. Saving another one of Stephen Harnett's grannies died again, and he had to turn the general. Jesus. Uh, Daryl O'Connor again. I think with the atmosphere, we will beat him tomorrow. I know I predicted wrong in the Athens fixture, but six points this window. Uh, Mark Fitzpatrick answered the game is sold out. It is not. Daryl O'Connor, very nasty atmosphere to experience in Athens. Hopefully, we return the favour tomorrow in Lansdowne. I think we could want to do uh, the right result despite not much to play for we might play more freely uh steven ring as regards reports sammy smodix leaving the camp to go home without actually training the fbi released a video of around the two hours ago and sammy was training away with the squad so it looks like he did take part for a while okay fair enough kevin chris oh my laptop's gone again kevin christie <laughs> what do you fellas think of the chances of seeing four at the back tomorrow zero kevin i think he's gonna just revert to type isn't he um, yeah i think so yeah Darla Connor, 
uh, through the thunderstorms in Athens. Didn't remember too bad in Malta. Um, yeah, the water was coming through the ground, actually. I almost went on my bloody laptop. Um, Stephen Ring. Seeing that today was the anniversary of playing in the blue one-off kit. Castori could only dream of making a kit as beautiful as that. Oh, we have a fan. Or the Bazunu Blue. And the final one there, chaps. Going to watch the All Blacks win. Martin Fitzpatrick. Ooh. Hopefully. Oh, Martin. Martin. No, 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 no. We got Come on now. Pro Island, haven't we? In all sporting yeah. occasions. You know. Jeez, we need to be more united. Anyway, I think that anyway. So, um, no, I'm looking forward to the game. So, um, I don't know if Dave's laptop's died or not. Yeah. Anyway, safe travels to everybody who is going to the match tomorrow. Enjoy it. Do pick up a program to see Dave. It's a wonderful article. He's already shared it with me, so I know what it's all about. But yeah, look, we'll go get behind Ireland in the next um, window, especially whether you're pro Kenny or anti Kenny or, you know, the lads who are going out on the pitch are doing it for Ireland ultimately. So I just want to Wish them all the best and hopefully we see some great football and see what the future holds, whether it's with Stephen Kenny or another manager. I think we need to be really, really positive. So um, I think we're going to leave it there. I'm going to end this show. But thanks, everyone, for joining us. As Dave said, we've got the pre-match show tomorrow evening live from Lansdowne Road, not the Aviva Stadium. We've got it live from in the ground where you'll better join Dave. So give us your views, reaction to the team when it's announced. And... Um, and after the game, of course, we will be live again to discuss the aftermath to see if Ireland have got a a win at last and if we can, you know, go forward into the Gibraltar game on Monday night with uh, a positive result behind us. But, yeah, just want to thank all of you for your interaction and comments this evening. Please do um, share the podcast with your friends and family. Subscribe if you haven't already on the YouTube channel. And make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms as well. So that's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, come on, you boys in green.